0: Hi, this is Sean Gladding, and welcome back to the Naked Man podcast. Some wag once quipped that, we've never done it that way before, is the epitaph of most churches. Most of us are resistant to change, especially when that change comes with a cost. This is especially true for those of us who hold any kind of power. The past three months or so have brought all kinds of change much of which has been unwelcome. Necessity has forced us to explore new ways to be connected while apart. In this brief episode, Mark discusses the ever-present necessity of exploring new ways to embody the shared life that God calls us to, especially when what may have been faithful in former times no longer proves to be so. So, you're still encouraging your fellow countrymen to break faith with their people and with their God. Benjamin's voice rang out across the courtyard as he stepped from the shadows by the gateway. It's not enough that you take this gospel of yours to Gentile cities. You have to return to the city of David with it, the city you abandoned and then dare to disparage those of us who have fought to defend our people and the law of God? Mark could see Benjamin's fists clench and unclench as he spoke. Rachel's hand flew to her mouth, and she, like everyone else, turned to see how Mark would respond. My brother, Mark said after a long moment of silence, come. Will you drink the cup of welcome with us? Mark poured wine from a skin into a cup and began to walk towards his brother. Benjamin held up his hand, halting Mark in his tracks. Don't, Benjamin said. I came to speak with our mother. I should have known you would all be gathered here. Miriam made to get up, but Benjamin gestured for her to remain seated. I will return to see you in the morning. He turned on his heel, and strode out of the courtyard. Mark surveyed the faces turned towards him. He might have expected to see embarrassment for him reflected there, but many, if not most of those gathered, had had similar interactions with family members and so he saw mostly sorrowful or wry expressions. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, otherwise the patch pulls away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear results. Mark looked down at the cup and wineskin in his hands. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, Otherwise the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost and the skins as well. One puts new wine into fresh wineskins. He placed the cup and skin on a table. My brother is not alone in his critique of the way, as you are all well aware. No doubt you, like Jesus' disciples, feel pressured to follow the teachings of the Pharisees. After all, they do have great expertise in our ancestral laws and traditions. But the social practice of the kingdom of God that Jesus proclaimed and embodied is far different than the cosmetic social piety of the Pharisees with their holiness code. Even if their practices, such as fasting, appear to be novel or even progressive, in truth they are old and are designed to maintain the rigid social boundaries between the righteous and the sinner. Boundaries that Jesus rejected and which Jesus continually transgressed. If we are tempted to adopt the Pharisees' practices for any reason, even if only to avoid their scrutiny, then we are in danger, danger of jeopardizing the mission with which we have been entrusted, That is to say, we risk the worst tear that Jesus spoke of and will lose both the wine and the skins. Mark picked up a small loaf from the table and held it for everyone to see. But if Jesus drew the Pharisees' attention for his unorthodox practice of table fellowship and for refusing to keep their code of public piety, including fasting, he also drew their attention for a third practice that is central to the Pharisees' holiness code, that of keeping the Sabbath. Thanks as always for listening. Perhaps before the next episode, you can take some time to reflect on the following questions. For those of us who are accustomed to sitting in a certain church building at the same time every week, perhaps even in the same seat, to be absent from that building and away from the people we sat amongst has been painful. We are having to learn new ways to gather while apart, to remain connected while separated. And some of us are discovering new wineskins along the way. In what ways are you involved in new ways of participating in the life of your faith community? In what ways do you find yourself no longer engaging in things you used to do regularly? And why is that, do you think? What new wineskin are you most grateful for? What old wine do you miss that these new wineskins cannot hold adequately? When we return to our buildings, what new wineskins do you think will be important to hold on to? And what old wine might it be time to let go of? Until the next time.